Amen this morning. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you have your Bibles, go to the book of Colossians, chapter 3. Colossians, chapter 3. I want to minister on this morning on dress for full force blessing. Are you dressed for a full force blessing? See, a lot of times it determines how you dress, determines on where you're going or what you're doing. Amen. A lot of times you don't dress for winter to go to the summer or summer to enjoy the winter. Amen. So it's how you dress. The dress is, is, is very important. And I want to talk about the dress, not just a physical, but the dress that is spiritual. We know about the armor of God. We know about the armor of God. And we know about the different armors that we have, about the different things that God has given us. But there's some stuff that I want you to see here that will help us out on being dressed to have a full force blessing. To move in the force that God has called us to move in, to walk and move in the blessedness that God wants us to move in. In Colossians chapter 3, look at me, Colossians chapter 3, verse 3 says this, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on these things above, not on these things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden for Christ is God. Where Christ is our life, excuse me, appears when you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore put to death your members or yourself which are on earth. Fornication, uncleanliness, passions, evil desires, covetousness which is adultery. Because of these things the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. In which you yourselves once walked, which once yourself walked when you lived in them. No, not you, church. No, not you. Look at verse 8. Look at verse 8. But now you yourself are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man, which his deeds, with his deeds. Father, thank you for your word, God. When I pray that you would just speak to us, oh God, and give us a revelation, oh God. Cause us to grab this uh, this morning, God, that we would become different people, God. That we would leave this place understanding you and who you are and what you have for us, Father. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, Amen. Amen. I, I need you to understand that God wants us to go into a new place. You know that he has redeemed us. We know he saved us. We've given our life to the, to Christ, and the Bible says that we've been hidden with him, and then we're going to be raised with him. He's talking about these things because he's talking about us coming to Christ and giving our life to the Lord. Now, if you don't know God today, you're going to get to know him by the time we're done here today. And you will get to experience him. Come on, somebody, amen. Experience him and have a born-again experience. I preached a message last week called, Como que dices born again? And I got that from my pastor, amen, Stella. She had a book, a little, little skit called Como Gris is Born Again. And I, I preached on that, Stella, last week, and, and I just talked about that. But I'm continuing with it because I believe if we're going to walk in the fullness that God has for us, we need to understand what we need to be dressed like spiritually, physically, in our attitude, in our, in our attitude, and in, in how, we, how we believe God, how we love God. Can somebody say Amen. And he says this very simple in verse 8. 
He says very simple. I want you to look at this really quick. He says, he says this. He says, but now you yourselves are to put off. Put off. Put off what? He will put off these attitudes. Put off this type of junk. Put off these, these things. Let me say things. Or put off this. All of this. All of this. And, and he puts all of this in a category. And I categorize this as attitudes. Because how many know sometimes we pick up attitudes? Then we want God to bless us. We pick up attitudes and we want, we want, we, oh, you know, we want God to do something special for us. Or, or we pick up attitudes with our spouse and we, they want him to do something for us. Oh, but you don't hear me though. <laughs> One of the first things that he addresses uh, to put off is anger. Church, he addresses anger and wrath. My God. Anger and wrath are things that destruct the ones we love. Anger and wrath, when working together, they destruct the things that we love. Have you seen a, ever seen an angry wrath man? Amen. One has, the rest of you guys are lying. Praise the Lord. And when you see a person, I, I've seen it myself, I've, I've been that man, I've been that individual that was angry and full of wrath. And, and when you work them together, they destruct the things you love. Why is it always you're angry at the thing you love the most? Ain't that weird? And when we love God, sometimes we get angry and we take it out on God. God begins to do a work in our lives. He begins to develop us. He begins to, he begins to prepare us. and He begins to change us. And all of a sudden, we get angry. We get frustrated because something happened. And we dressed ourselves with anger. Come here, brother. You, you, you look that way. You look at him looking all nice and all sharp. But reality, he's dressed himself up with anger. You didn't know that his, his glasses represent the anger. Amen. The anger. Hello. All the anger. All the anger. The tie represented the wrath. But putting it together, neatly together, looks good. Some of us have learned to put anger and wrath together neatly to make it look good. Oh, man. Woo, man, I'll preach to myself this morning. We made anger and wrath look good in our walk with God. That it seems like nothing. It seems part of our pale. It seems part of our dressing. It's just a compliment to our dress code. And God said, how are you going to be dressed to impact lives and be dressed to change lives and be dressed to impress, to do great things, to walk in a full, full blessing? How are you going to do that when anger and wrath are your friends? Mm. Anger and wrath and malice. Malice is, I told you, malice is enjoying other people's pain. When you enjoy people's pain. See, this Rocky Talk to me represents him enjoying people's pain. You know, cheese muscle, you know, you gotta hear all the bad news, the bad news. That's what she gets. That's what he gets. I've never said that, be honest with you. That's what they get, that's what they deserve. I've said that. That's malice. That, that's enjoying other people's hurt, being happy. We have to learn not to be like that. He tells us, take that off. Somebody say, take that off. He said, take off that anger. 
Take off the wrath. Take off the malice, church. He says, take this off if we're going to be people that are blessed. Come on, somebody. Amen. The full impact blessing, church. Amen. I'm telling you, come on, somebody. I don't want nothing holding me back no more. I don't want nothing holding me back. So there's things that we have to look at. If we're going to really believe what God is saying, then we need to really look at these things. Amen. And, and it says a couple more, and it goes on, and it says blaspheming, filthy language out of our mouth, and do not lie to one another since we have put off the old man with his deeds. He's saying that there's, he have all these things that are with them, and filthy language and all these things that are with him. He says, but also the deeds that go with this body. Because how many know that there's deeds that go with our flesh? He didn't, he didn't mention them, but he said deeds. The things that, that we do, amen, because there's certain things that we do. Hello, somebody that, you know, we do. Hello. So they mean you didn't get caught for it. But you got caught up with you. They got caught up with it. And so we need to understand uh, this morning is that God says that we need to get this off. Somebody say, get it off. Get it off. Take it off. Come on, give him a good clap off for them, man. Let's, let's put off this stuff. Let's get this off us. Let's, how do we do it? How do we get it off us? We come and we lay it before God. We come at the altar and we lay, God, here, I don't want this no more, God. I want, I want to be like this, God. I don't want to have this attitude no more. I don't want to have this anger no more, God. I don't want to have this wrath no more, God. I don't, I don't want this. I need to put it off. I need, I need to put it off. Now, this is the key thing. This is the key thing. It's yourself. It's, you, it's, it's a personal thing. You got to do it. You got to want to do it. You, you, you have to want to put off all of this. All of this. You know why? Because look at, look at verse 10 with us. Look at verse 10. Do not lie to one another, excuse me, and have put on the new man who was renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. He says you put off that because you're putting on the new man. And if, how are you going to walk in a full force blessing individual if you're dressed to fail? If you're dressed to go, amen, be a freak, amen, how do you... You got your party clothes on. You... And you want to, you walk in, don't no, get no, praise the Lord. No, but you want the full word blessing. And God said, take off that keeping you back. What's, think about it for a second. What's back? Maybe it's not written down. Maybe I haven't mentioned it, but maybe, maybe it's stubbornness. Maybe it's, maybe it's, it's maybe you think you're too, you're so good that you never do nothing wrong. Maybe you're self-righteous. Who knows? Who, what, what, what is there that you're, dressed, that you're dressed with that's literally holding you back to run in the fullness of who you are? To be a full force blessing. 
Amen. To be a full force blessing that flourishes. That will flourish in the fullness of who they are. Amen. See, if we're going to put on the new one, the old one has to be dealt with church. And that's the thing that we're finding out is that we're not dealing with it enough. We're not dealing with it enough. We're not dealing with ourselves enough. Come on, we're not dealing with it enough that we're moving, we're taking it to it into our marriages. We're taking it into our families, into our second generations, into third generations. We're taking it to into our jobs and our schools, and we're taking it to places where it has no value, but it has a lot of value in the wrong. Because eventually they ask you, you go to church, you say, Yeah, I go to church. Also, this is what a church member is. An angry, frustrated individual. Dresses for winter in the middle of summer. Is everybody okay? Okay, amen, because we're just getting started. Praise the Lord. Come on. The church, listen, come to this. Is, is, he, he, goes, he goes on blasphemy and grieves the Holy Spirit. Filthy communication ruins your public testimony. The filthiness that you function in ruins your public power, your public impact. Amen. Your public impact. Why, why, why is this so important? Because eventually, as you begin to dress for something new, God will put you in new places and new things and new positions. And if you ruin your... When it's time for that to have any power, there's no power there. You know, I, I look at uh, uh, I look at Art and I look at uh, like Samantha and I look at uh, um, Alonzo that are going and speaking in all those schools right now, and and I got them going in there, and I'm not concerned about anything else but their testimony. Their testimony is important. I sat there and I talked to the, the, the DA and she said, you know what? She says, a lot of programs, they bring these guys who have, have all these history of, you know, they've eaten, uh, uh, um, they're, they're so crazy and psycho. They killed two, 20 cats and 10 dogs and, you know, they, you know, they, they did 20 life terms and all this craziness. He goes, but then the next week we see him out in the streets again. He goes, what we lack, he goes, is people with testimony. We lack is to see people who who come on, amen. Who lack who we see is people who 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 say one thing and live it out. And that's I think is very important, amen. Very important that we understand this this morning, amen. Is that God wants us to put this off because He's going to put us in places that are in power, and the people are going to hear you. And how is our testimony going to be? Amen. Has anybody ever blown a testimony? Oh man, praise the rest of you guys are liars again. Amen. You blew it again. Hallelujah. Thank God that we have a God that loves and cares. But He's trying to prepare us here not to be carnal. Amen. In Christ. Not to be functioning in the flesh in the full force blessing. But he wants us to know that uh, he understands the attitudes. Listen carefully. He understands these attitudes 
But he also understands that they can be dealt with. He also under come on, he also understands, amen, that, that there can be a new you. Someone say new you. A new you, a new you that shines, a new you, amen, that is strong, a new you that believes in the full force blessing, a new you that says, I don't need that no more. And I'm going to begin to put on, someone say put on. I'm going to put on, I'm going to put off, because if I take something off, I got to put it on. Do you know that? We don't, we don't, we don't want, we don't want no Holy Ghost streakers, Amen. We want you to be filled not only uh, uh, physically and spiritually. Listen carefully to this. You're going to put off this, but you're also going to put on. Someone say put on. We're going to put on. Look at verse 10. He says this. And have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Therefore is neither Greek nor Jew nor circumcised nor uncircumcised. Barnabas, slaves nor free, but Christ in all in all. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on. There we go. Someone say, put on. Put on tender mercy. <laughs> tender mercy. Tender mercy, church. Kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, forgiving one another. My God. If anyone has... A complaint against his against another, even as Christ forgave you, you so you also must do. But above all this, put on love, which is a perfect bond of unity. Come on, somebody, Amen. The bond of perfection. See, God is looking to make us and to dress us for a tremendous war, tremendous blessing. He wants us to get rid of the things that are going to weaken us and rob us of our blessing. Rob us of our force, rob us of our anointing, rob us of our blessing. And he wants us to put on, amen, all these other things that are going to increase us and make us great and make us mighty. That will cause us to grow in the image of Christ. Cause us to grow, amen, like Christ, like Jesus, amen. Come on, that we'll put on the holiness. Amen. That we will put on mercy and kindness which demonstrate the grace of God. Church. His humility that is Christ-like. He's saying, I want you to put these things on. Amen. After you take all these things off because I want you to walk in the full force blessing. And people are going to see it by what you have on. How many ever see somebody, amen, Wearing, uh, you know, you go somewhere and they're wearing a Fisher hat. You, you know, they got a pole in their hand and they got a uh, ice chest in their hand. You, you ask them, are you going fishing? They're dressed to go fishing. They're dressed to go do that. And I believe God's saying, I want to dress you to success. I want to dress you to succeed. I want to dress you to be great. I want to, I want to, I want to dress you to be a woman, a man of impact. A woman, a man of, of, of blessing, a full-forced woman, a full-forced man that, that doesn't have to, listen, this is what I'm going to tell you next, that doesn't have to run when things get hard. Because sometimes the enemy likes to lie to us and makes us want to run and hide when things get rough. Well, I made a mistake by walking to the club. Man, I, I man, walk up to the club. 
Now, if you've never done nothing wrong, then that scares me. Then you scare me. Amen. But if you have, then welcome to the club. Put on these things. Why? Because they're going to build you. They're going to build the new you. They're going to build your attitude. They're going to build your strength. They're going to build you. Amen. They're going to build your impact, church. He goes on. He says, in other words, he says, I like what he says here. I like what he says. Patient. Patience, because I'm no patience. Patience is rough, church. Patience shows you who you really are. I'm going to tell somebody, I'm going to be there five minutes. You know, you're, you're more, you're not five minutes. You're not five minutes close. You're about 30 minutes far away. Why is everything? I'll be there in five minutes. I'll be there in five minutes. You know, it's going to take you five minutes to get to the car. Uh, yeah, yeah. Church, the reality is patience shows us who we really are. Finds out that we're not as patient as we used to be. We're not, a, we're, we're not moving in the meekness and the humility that we used to, the kindness that we used to have. You find out that there's a lot of mean Christians, mean people, and forget about saved, just mean people, mean. <laughs> But they oh, but I got faith. Oh, oh, Jesus, praise the Lord, hallelujah. But my God, but you touched them wrong. Oh, they want to bite your head off. How can you have so much meanness in you? Amen, baby. Are you? Amen. How can you have so much in you that when someone says something, you want to bite their head off? That much inside you that God says, I thought I took that off. I took that off to fill you with the new you. So this new you, this somebody new me, this new me is being built to be great, built to last, built, amen, for a new attitude, built for a new image, built to outlast others, built to show the likeness of God and the light of God, built church, listen carefully, built to show that God cares. Mm-mm-mm. You know, when looking at the patient and moving on from patience, I want to look really, really quick at this. He goes on, he says this, Bearing with one another, church, and forgiving one another. Now, forbearing and forgiveness is almost the same thing, and in, in a different, it's in a different acronym or synonym. Is forbearing is putting up with somebody. You, when you put up with somebody, you forbearing or you put up with them. Wives and all, you put up with your husband. Hello, come on, somebody. You put up with your husband. You forbear with them. But then forgiveness is another one. You can put up with them, but sometimes you can't forgive them. So that's why when you put them both together, they're powerful. When you forbear and you forgive, it makes a big difference. It, it, it prepares you to become stronger. Husband prepares you to be stronger when you learn to forbear and forgive. Husband, spouse, individual, believer. Forbearing and forgiveness break down barriers. 
break down walls. There's walls that are built up, that are built high and strong when there's hurt. There's, there's walls that are built up in our lives, in our walk with Christ, from getting the full force impact in our lives. Because through hurt and through all these things, we built up these walls. And now the, the little bit, look at the little flow of the blessing can't even hit you no more because you have a wall there. See, the reason why, uh, if you see a lot of these houses, they have a slope going down in, in, the, in the front of the yard is for that the water can run out. So it won't get stuck or it won't flood. A lot of houses, they're, they're built at a little slant so the water can flow out. But when you build a, lev- a levee or a ledge there, it holds back and it retains water now. We're beginning to build things that are retaining stuff that should be flowing. Mm. Come on, amen. And, and, and we're re- when we're, re- we're building up these retainers and we're building up these walls, every- now it's no longer flowing from us. No longer coming out of us. Now, now we're so we're so full of the wrong stuff. We're so dressed with the wrong things. We're carrying so much filth and so much anger and so much wrath and so much hum- that that we get to a point where we explode at the wrong time and for the wrong things, and that's where we get. That place where we hurt the ones we love. So if you and I are going to really be dressed for the new level in your life, to be dressed for the full force blessing, that you need to understand that there's some things that you got to get off and there's some things that you need to put on. Come on, somebody. Everybody with me. There's some things that that need to come off and some things. Amen. I was trying to keep myself from turning black, but I guess it's not going to happen. The the there's something that happens to us, church. The reason why he wants us to 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 put off and to put on is because something's going to happen. Something's going to take place. Not only is there going to be a transformation, it's going to be a full force blessing, but there's something in Colossians 3.14, look at 3.14. It says, but above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. He wants to perfect the imperfections in our lives. He wants to continue to perfect things uh, that, that, that are messed up, amen, uh, in our lives that you and I sometimes we don't want to let go because we don't let go. We hold on to. And so now we, we're holding on to a certain stuff that we shouldn't be holding on to when we're moving into a new place in our lives and we're dragging all this stuff around and we're making all these weird noises that we shouldn't be making. And all these weird noises are scaring away the blessing. 
And God's saying, what are you doing? He goes, what's all this weird stuff that I'm hearing that maybe because they have a certain alarm that you, only after 30 you can't hear it no more. You know, the young teenagers have on their phone a phone that beeps, and if you're over 30, you can't hear it. <laughs> Hello. I lost that one 10 years ago. Hey, man. And there are certain things that you and I can't hear no more because we've died down to that sound. And God said, but I can hear it. I can hear it. I can hear it as, as clear as day. I can hear it like you just dropped the plate. I can hear it like you just dropped the cup. He says, but I need you to put on love because love is going to tear all this stuff apart. See, when he, when he, says, when he says love is going is to bring us to perfection and, and brings us to unity, it means that not that type of unity perfection that you mean of, of being at one, but the oneness, listen carefully, the oneness that's going to call us to be one in the spirit that will tear down the flesh, that rips it and tears it apart, and he creates a oneness in the spirit. That means that he's going to tear off all the stuff that's lingering. Some say lingering. Lingering from the full force blessing. Things that are, that, are, that are hold you back from going into the fullness of who you are and into who you want to be. Because only you sometimes know those things that you really need to throw off you. How many can be honest with themselves and say, there's stuff I need to throw off? And, and there's stuff that I need to throw off. And, 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 and I've learned, I learned to... Let me say it like this. I've learned to make that sound almost mute to people's ears. But God says, but it's not mute to my ears. I was watching this show. And uh, oh, excuse me, forget, forget about it. We, we, we were in the other building. They gave us a frequency for our mics. That frequency was only for our mics. Not that because all the airplanes and everything running around there, they would we would hear all these weird noises. Remember when all the buildings, all these weird noises? It was because they were on our frequency. But they gave us our own frequency, and that frequency was just for our mics. And our sound became better, our mic became better, and it was just for that sound. Just and nobody knew that frequency was the frequency given. So we read the frequency out, and it was given to us for us to hear our sound. But if anybody tapped into that into that frequency, they were going to hear preaching. They were going to hear all the the, 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 the people in the church and hear everything going on if they would tap into that frequency. And that's what I'm trying to say. Is some of us have, have created anger, frustration, wrath, and all this stuff to be hit into a frequency that nobody can hear instead of getting rid of it, instead of taking it off. We've made it into a frequency where... Okay, where People can't hear it, but God can hear it. And God says, I need that frequency off. I need you to take that attitude off. I need you to get rid of that anger, that frustration, that bitterness, that hurt. Come on. I need you to get I need you to get rid of it. I need you to we need to move on. We need to move on to a new place, to a new era of your life. Because we know that greater things are ahead of you, greater things are ahead of your life, and for the next generation, and to the next generation, and to what's to come. So don't let the devil get you stuck. Because he says a full force blessed individual is mature. Some say mature. Mature. See, when you when you learn to love, you learn to be mature. You learn to love, you learn to be mature. And 
And we need to understand, in verse 15, he says, And let the peace of God rule in your heart, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. He's talking about being in unity. And let the peace of God rule in your heart. See, if you don't let it rule you, something else will rule you. That's why it's so important this morning, church, is that we evaluate our lives today and look at what we need to take off. What we need to take off. Because there's certain things that are waiting for us to put on. And then there's certain things, church, listen carefully, that are hidden, that, that are different frequencies that need to be turned off. And the last one, more important than all, for you can move in the full force blessing, in the fullness of who you are. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of just getting by. I don't want to just survive, I want to thrive. Come on, I don't want to just survive, I want to thrive in the full force blessing. In the fullness of who he is. I want us to stand. This morning church. Hallelujah. See. Here in Colossians church. Deals with the roots of things. See the book of Colossians deals with the roots of issues of life. And things that are hidden, Book of Colossians. And I, I think if you want to read them, read the Book of Colossians. It'll help you more understand a lot more things. I think the hardest thing for us is to really evaluate ourselves and to check ourselves and say, you know, it's it's me. It's not it's not so and so. It's not so and so. It's me. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I need to. Adjust some areas. I need to let go of some things. I, I, I need to forgive. I need to love. I need to really let go and change that frequency and turn it off because I've, I've learned to hide it really good. Because there are times that I'm alone in my room and I'm crying and I'm crying. The times I'm by myself and I'm like, God, what's going on? Is this really happening? Some of you have, have been by yourself really saying, God, is this really going on? You've been going through some changes and God says, I'm here with you. I'm for you. But we need to deal with first things first. Let's take off what don't need to be there. Let's take off but don't need to be there. So then we can redress you for the full force blessing. To redress you for the full force blessing in your life. So that you would get back everything that the enemy stole. Take it back even more and greater and mightier. And you'll walk in the maturity of who he is. And you'll walk in the maturity of who you are in Christ. Great and mighty. You're here this morning saying, Pastor, I don't know Jesus. I, I've never ex experienced Jesus in my heart. This is my first time here. And, and uh, I want to accept Jesus in my heart. I, I, 
Maybe here today, you don't know if heaven will be your home. You're not sure. You want to make sure that heaven is your home. You want to make sure that heaven is your home today. If that's you, I want to pray with you. I want to, I want to, I want to pray with you. If you want to just lift up your hand, I want to pray with you. Anyone here needs to accept Jesus? God bless you. God bless you. Maybe you're here tonight, this morning, you're saying, Pastor, I've fallen away. I've drifted away. I, I need to come back. If that's you, I want to lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. He cares. Maybe you're here this morning and say, Pastor, there's some things that I just, I need to, I need, I need to, I need to put off. I, I need to put off some stuff. I need to put some things off. If that's you, I want to pray with you. Lift up your hand if that's you. So I want to know I need to put, need some stuff I need to put off. God bless you. God sees those hands. God sees those hands. You're here tonight. This morning you're saying, Pastor, but there's also, there's a lot of things that I need to put on. I need to put on. I need to put on. If you're here today and you lift it up your hand, I want you to come right now. I want you to come. I want you to come. I want you to come. Now's your time. Now's your time to get your fresh start. Now's your time to put off. Now's your time to put on. Now's your time to put on. Jesus Hallelujah Lord Hallelujah Lord Remember there's a few things that you're missing You say God You spoke to me God I need you 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 need his touch Hallelujah This is your time To have your fresh start your new start of letting go letting go and picking up so you walk in the fullness your full force blessing starts today your full force blessing starts today your full force blessing starts now the new you starts now the new breakthrough starts now Jesus, wash me with your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and make me new. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. Thank you, Lord, for a new heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a good clap offering. Hallelujah. We're not done yet. Just continue where you're at. Just stay where you're at. We're going to pray with you. Amen. If you give your life to the Lord, the Bible says that heaven is rejoicing right now. But right now, come on, heaven is rejoicing. But right now is the time that God begins to restore and refreshes you. Calls you to be a full force blessing. Causes you to, to stand strong. Calls you to, 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 be, at, to be at your best. It's now. It's your time. He's he's healing now. He's restoring now. He's he's tearing down that wall that's stopping stuff from flowing. It's coming now, 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 now. Come on, just begin to get a hold of them. Hallelujah, Hallelujah.